You heard from Congressman Jason Lewis earlier in the show about the protesters who demonstrated on the front steps of his home. Here's Tom Hauser again with more on the nature of political protest and other issues facing the country in Washington. I used to gather a group of like-minded citizens on the Capitol steps every year. We would rally for tax relief, for lower tax cuts. You know what we did? We got a permit, we invited people, and we went and we did our free speech routine. We didn't crash anybody else's. We didn't try to disrupt a, a meeting. We exercised our First Amendment rights the way they ought to be. And that's what I look for other people, other responsible people to do. But is President Trump in some ways responsible for the tone of the political debate, if you want to call it that? Well, perhaps. But look, are, are Republicans or Republican groups interrupting Democratic town halls? Are they crashing Democratic offices? Did they go to the inaugural of, of, of President Obama or any other Democrat and make an absolute scene out of it? It's not that side that's doing that, Tom. It's the other side, regardless of what the president said. So we're going to leave this uh, letter here. No, this is the letter, if you want to call it that, that Take Action Minnesota left uh, on your doorstep. Uh, we were here, seniors and people with disabilities, uh, et cetera, talking about uh, preserving Medicaid and uh, demanding that you oppose any cuts uh, to Medicaid. What about their, their message and the, and the cuts the, to Medicaid? This is the tragedy of this rhetoric. If you say, look, I don't like the American Health Care Act, even though we did free market reforms, we had $138 billion in high-risk pools, we had a refundable credit for a safety net, but e even that, you can say, I just don't like that policy. It's go not going to lower premiums enough. It's not good policy. Fine, let's have that debate. If you go from there and you say, Republicans are starting to kill people. They want to kill people. What does that do to some folks out there that don't quite understand what's acceptable and what isn't? That's the danger, the rhetoric, and it's not stopping, and that's why we're seeing this escalation. Where does the health care debate go from here? Efforts to repeal Obamacare seem to have been stymied, at least for now, in Washington, D.C. Do you see any hope for that coming back? Well, the great irony is our Medicaid proposal would have actually allotted more money to the seniors, to the disabled, to poor children, and by reforming the money that's going to childless, able-bodied adults. And that's something apparently lost on these groups. But having said that, I was more disappointed that uh, we had a couple of wayward Republicans in the U.S. Senate that didn't do their job. Now, the Democrats from day one said, look, we're not going to lift a finger on health care reform. I don't care if it's good policy or not. We're not going to help you. This is our signature law. Even though premiums in Minnesota have gone up 55, 67 percent, state has to throw in 500 million to bail out the exchanges. Uh, Aetna withdraws from all Obamacare exchanges uh, last week. Even though it's failing, they said we're not going to lift a finger. So if nothing is done in the short term, there's a lot of talk about moving on to tax reform, as you just mentioned, and tax reform and tax policy has been a, a major issue of years for many years. Uh, do you see that happening? Can yeah. Republicans coalesce around tax reform, whereas they couldn't do it on repeal of the Affordable Care Act? Well, we sure better, because the voters sent us to here to get something done. We all realize that we can't dilly-dally with tax reform. We're growing at 1.9% GDP when the post-World War II average is 3.3%. Tax reform is the best vehicle to get the capital formation and the incentive to work back in the system. Shifting to North Korea. Are you concerned about the rhetoric and the way it's been ratcheted up, uh, both by the leadership in North Korea <laughs> and by President Trump and other members of his administration? Well, I don't know. Would I do it the same way? Probably not. But I will say this. They said the same thing about Ronald Reagan. Remember the evil empire speech? Oh, he was very dangerous. It was going to be World War III. Uh, and we've tried the other route, um, the Clinton-North uh, Korea agreement, uh, and to a lesser degree, Bush, quite frankly. Uh, we've given them almost everything they've wanted, and each time 
They kept the ballistic missile testing going. They kept the warhead testing going. In the final analysis, Tom, the answer resides with China. North Korea cannot stand on its own two feet. And we need, and hopefully that's where the president is directing his private diplomacy, and I think he is.